anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 thanks for joining us today this is the hour of intercession I'm Pastor Joseph Parker I invite you to look with us in the word of God in the book of Genesis Genesis chapter 1 beginning at verse 1 In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, so the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which are under the firmament from the waters which are above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind, And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. 
Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he, create, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Verses 1 through 31, Genesis chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful and the powerful and the blessed story of your creation as found in this beautiful and powerful chapter, Genesis chapter 1. Thank you, Lord, for how that you introduce us to the book of Genesis with this chapter, this beautiful, powerful chapter. And you introduce us to all of the Word of God with this same beautiful and powerful chapter about how you created the heavens and the earth. Thank you, Father, for the wisdom, the power, the anointing, the grace, the strength, the encouragement that's found in this beautiful and powerful chapter. Father, more and more, help us to fall more in love with you and with your Word. Help us to grow an understanding of the need for us to be rooted in your Word, the need for us to consume your Word and allow your Word to nourish us, to strengthen us, to guide us, to mold us, to shape us every single day. Help us more and more to fill our lives with your Word as a lifestyle. We thank you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we do thank you for setting your affection on us. and We're thankful for your word, how you've chosen to speak to us uh, thoroughly about so many different issues, Father, and through your Holy Spirit, opening up our eyes and minds and hearts to the reality of what we're reading there, and then giving us strength and courage and a desire to, uh, to act on what we read there. Thank you, Father, for communicating with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to continue to remind you, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, joseph at afr.net. And as we often share articles on the broadcast, as we'll be sharing today, our ongoing encouragement to you is that you would email us to get copies of the article because remember the articles are tools that we're wanting you to have both for your own use, for you, for in your personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, but also tool to help you in the discipleship work of discipling your family. But a third goal, of course, is that you'll share them with other family members, co-workers, uh, uh, fellow church members, and saved and unsaved individuals as well, because they're tools for evangelism and discipleship as well. So please email us to get copies of the articles. Again, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share them with you. Today, we're focusing on the topic, God's Word, three chapters a day. And a subtopic could be 
the spiritual discipline of being in God's Word every single day. And, you know, that probably sounds very elementary and very basic, and, you know, it really is. But it's important for us to understand this, that we live in a world where, sadly, so many times the world tries to push the Word of God away. It tries to push the Word of God aside. And it's important that we understand what we that we grow an understanding of how important God's Word really is to everything. Remember, the Word of God tells us in the Gospel of John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word of God is God. The Word of God is Jesus. When we're reading the Word of God, we're listening to the Creator of the universe, His counsel, His wisdom, His power, His grace. can't overemphasize how important and how powerful God's Word is and will always be in and around our lives and in our world. And so keep in mind, it's always critical that we hold God and his word in the highest esteem because that's exactly what we should do. And so never underestimate the importance of God's word in our lives, but in the world as well. God's word tells us in Psalm 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word is that, but remember, the word of God is so much more. Remember, God's Word is God. It's also, again, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It's the source of all wisdom, all light. It's the source of everything. And so being in God's Word every day is much more important than any of us grasp. And keep in mind as believers, we should never apologize for reading the Word of God, quoting the Word of God, speaking the Word of God. That should be something that we very boldly do because, remember, the wisest counsel in the Word of God is God's counsel. And sadly, we live in a a world where people hold themselves and the world around them in such high esteem. There is no wiser counsel than the counsel of God. And so reading the Word of God, speaking the Word of God, being guided by the Word of God, that's the wisest and best way for us all to live. Reading now Psalm uh, Psalm 112, it tells us these words, Psalm 112, starting at verse 1. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He is dispersed abroad. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Psalm 112. And then, of course, Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1, is a similar psalm as well. Psalm 1, starting at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree, Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, 
but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Again, verses 1 through 6, all of Psalm 1. So keep in mind, uh, as we pretty regularly do, we are regularly challenging you to start the goal of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every single day. If you don't have that habit, I would encourage you to start that habit this day. And keep in mind, too, if you think to yourself, well, three chapters is not enough for me. I want to do more than that. Well, wonderful. Great. You can't overdose on the Word of God. The more time you spend in the Word of God, the more grace that pours into your mind, your heart, and your life. So spending even more time in the Word of God is very wise, but Making a goal of reading at least three chapters in the Bible every day is a very wise thing to do. Christ tells us in the word in Matthew chapter 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds forth from the mouth of God. The word of God nourishes every part of our life in ways that we don't even fully comprehend. It ministers to our mind, body, and spirit in ways that we don't comprehend. So remember, getting into God's word every day, I can't overemphasize how important it is for us as individual believers, but also as families. Keep in mind, too, many, many years ago in the history of our nation, the chief textbook in public schools was the Word of God, the Bible. Yet tragically, um, Satan over the years has sought desperately to get the Word of God more and more out of, obviously, public schools and out of as many places as he can. Why? Because the devil himself realizes how powerful the Word of God is and how dangerous it is to the kingdom of darkness. The more he can get the Word of God out of the lives of uh, believers, out of the world, the more it allows him to have influence in places wherever he can find influence. So keep in mind, a very important priority for us as believers and us as the church is to always make it a goal to help plant the powerful Word of God consistently in the hearts and the lives of our children. And for parents listening, of course, an ongoing encouragement that we share with you is that you'd start the habit of having your children to read three chapters out loud to you every day in your home because there's nothing our children need more than the precious, powerful Word of God. Father, thank you for every person listening today. Thank you for your hand of grace upon them. Anoint the minds, ears, heart, and understanding of every listener so that we each will be abundantly receptive to your Word and your will and your Spirit today as you speak to us the broadcast today. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking today at the topic, God's Word, three chapters a day. We'll be right back. Bread of life Sent down from glory Many things you were on earth A holy king A carpenter are the living words they Come on. Awesome ruler, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer. 
we like to call you Jesus, Jesus. That's what we call you, yeah. You were born in a manger, but on a tree died to save man. That's what we of Fred Hammond with You Are the Living Word. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Father, thank you again for the gift of your word. Thank you for the privilege we have of being able to open your word every day of our lives and spend time with you one-on-one as you speak words of wisdom, power, counsel, and grace. And you pour grace and light into our minds, our hearts, and our lives. Lord, help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that there's nothing we need more than your word in our lives. Help us to be believers that are wise enough to fill, to seek to fill our hearts, our lives, our whole beings with your precious and powerful word. Thank you for the gift that it really is to each and every one of us. And Lord, more and more, anoint us afresh with the spirit that would encourage us to be diligent about filling our lives with your word, but also diligent about passing on that word and helping our children to fill their hearts and their lives with your word as well. Again, help us to be mindful of the fact that there's nothing Our children need more than your precious and powerful word. We thank you and praise you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Today we're looking at the topic, God's Word, three chapters a day, and as a subtitle, The Spiritual Discipline of Being in God's Word Every Single Day. Recently, a young mom was sharing about the fact that she'd been going through a lot, very small, taking care of very small children, had been struggling with just a number of things in her mind and heart and emotions. But she recalled how that her pastor had taught her the importance of reading three chapters a day uh, years ago, and she started getting back to doing that. And she felt that it really, really helped her mind, her, her whole mindset, her emotions. It helped everything. And, of course, that's not hard to understand. Because remember, the Word of God is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word of God. And the more we spend time in the Word of God, the more we're spending time with Jesus. And when we spend time with Jesus in His Word, He's ministering to our mind, our body, our spirit, our life. He's pouring His grace into our lives. And remember, we all can use all the grace we can get hold of. And remember, the Bible is like a bottle of grace. And it's every day, it's as if every day God's question to you is, how much do you want? So there's no such thing as spending too much time in God's precious and powerful Word. So if you don't, as I mentioned already, if you don't have the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that habit. And parents, if you don't have the habit of having your children to read three chapters out loud to you every day, again, today is a great day to start that habit as well. I'm going to take time now to share an article entitled God's Word, three chapters a day. And if you'd like to get a copy, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. Please do email us. We're glad to share it. We want you to have it so you can use for you, you and your family and the discipleship of your family, but also to pass on to others as a ministry tool as well. Again, the title of the article, God's Word, three chapters a day. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Again, Psalm 119, verse 105. And then Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, For the word of God is quick 
and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Again, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Practicing daily spiritual habits are necessary in our daily walk with the Lord. Why is this true? Because followers of Christ are to be passionately faithful. In life, we form habits to help us consistently do things that are important to us, habits that help us accomplish the goals we believe are critical to our lives. I regularly encourage believers to set a goal of reading at least three chapters in God's Word every day. This habit is one of the most important to establish in all of life. Why three chapters and why every day? If a believer reads three chapters in the Word of God every day, that can be a basic spiritual meal for you on a daily basis. It might be that you read the same chapter three times, or you may read three different chapters. Doing either one is both fruitful and wise. How is this helpful? Remember, the Word of God is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word of God. So when you're reading the Word of God, it's one-on-one time talking and spending time with Jesus. It's your daily appointment time with Him. The Lord Jesus will spend as much time with you as you will spend with Him in His Word. It's important for us to read the Word every day. Just as our bodies need physical food every day, so too must we feed our spirits daily as well. God's Word is food for our spirits like physical food is for our physical bodies. Feeding your physical body every day can help you to be strong, vibrant, and healthy. Feeding your spirit the Word of God daily can help you to be strong, vibrant, and spiritually healthy. Now, if a man or woman only ate a small snack once every other day, very soon he or she would grow physically weak. Likewise, when a believer only reads a verse or two from the Word of God every day or every other day, he or she will become spiritually weak as well. Sadly, it appears that too many believers live on what you could call a quote-unquote starvation diet spiritually. It's spiritual neglect. Too many believers may not even pick up a Bible for days. It is for this reason that many believers are spiritually anemic. They're spiritually weak and frail. My suggestion to you is today, start the habit of reading at least three chapters in the Word of God every single day. It's a way of blessing and rewarding yourself. See Psalm 1 and Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Why not start rewarding yourself today? Here are 10 great reasons to start reading God's Word every single day. Number one, it tells you genuinely how to be saved and how to grow up in your faith. John 3, 16, Psalm 119, verse 105, and Romans 12, 1 and 2, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Number two, it gives you clear guidance and direction for much of your life. See Psalm 119, verse 105, and 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. Number three, reading the Word daily is important because it empowers your prayer and your prayers and your prayer life. See Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Number four, reading the Word daily sharpens your ability to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit more and more clearly in your life. See 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5. Number five, reading God's Word daily ministers to your mind, body, and spirit. See Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Number six, reading the Word daily helps you maintain your mental health. Number seven, reading God's Word daily increases God's anointing on every area of your life. See 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5. Number eight, reading the Word daily increases God's wisdom in every area of your life. 
See Proverbs 1 through 3. And uh, number 10, reading God's Word daily. It enhances your intellect and personality. It literally can increase your IQ. Excuse me, that was 9. And then 10, reading God's Word daily pours grace, peace, mercy, and joy into your spirit, your mind, and your life. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. 1 Timothy 1, verse 2. And 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2. And Galatians chapter 5, 22. Remember, reading three chapters a day from the Word of God will bless you and your life tremendously. Let's make it a high priority. And parents, we're wise to have our children read three chapters out loud to us every day also. It will greatly bless them, you, and your home. Again, the title of that article was God's Word, Three Chapters a Day. And just, again, an ongoing reminder to parents, one of the reasons why we really emphasize the importance of you having your children read out loud to you is because the reality is for many parents, they uh, very graciously, of course, they like to have devotion and read the Word of God to their children. Well, that can be good to a great, great extent. But keep in mind, children sometimes when they listen to dad or mom read, they might daydream. They might doze off. They might be in another world. But when the child is reading to the parent, the child has to engage. Even when he or she doesn't want to, when you're reading something, you have to engage your mind and your perspective and your intellect. And so the Word of God filters through your child's mind and heart and life when they're reading. So having them read to you, Dad and Mom, becomes much more productive in so many instances. So having them to read the Word of God every day is a very wise thing for you to do. Father, thank you, Lord, for every individual listening. Thank you for every family represented listening, and thank you for the opportunity for that you give each of us to get into your Word every day. Father, anoint us afresh with the Spirit of grace that would cause us to grow tremendously in our understanding of the great need to the great need for us to fill our hearts and our minds with your Word every single day. Help us to know, Lord, that every day in the economy of time, every day counts. Every day is important. So every day we spend time, significant time in the Word of God. We're being molded and shaped to become more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to be wise enough to never underestimate the importance of being in your Word every single day. Father, help us to be mindful of the fact that every time we spend time with you in your Word, we're always different on the other side of that time. We've been molded and shaped to be more like Jesus than before we started that time. Help us to be mindful, Lord, that every day is an important day to progress in our walk with you, to grow in our understanding of who we are as disciples and warriors in Christ Jesus. And help us to know, Lord, that more and more your spirit can reach into our hearts and our minds and mold and shape us more to be like Jesus and move us more and more into the specific calling upon our lives as we spend time in your word. Thank you for the opportunity to do this, Lord. And thank you again for the opportunity for us to be your ambassadors who are wise enough to know to read your word and to speak your word and stand in your word in any context. Thank you for this opportunity. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. And again, as we mentioned already, always be mindful of the fact that you never in any context need to apologize for speaking the word of God. You never need to feel shy about speaking the counsel of God's word because there is no wiser counsel. There is no better answers for the issues and challenges of life. There is no better eternal wisdom than that from our Heavenly Father. In fact, many times the answers men come up with in the world are useless. 
They accomplish little to nothing, but God's word is eternal. And the fruit of God's word is eternal as well. So we're never unwise to come to conclusions that came from the word of God because they're always right. And they do and they always work as well. Thank you again, Father, for the opportunity for us to read and meditate on your word every day, to listen to your counsel, to listen to your wisdom, to listen to your understanding, your guidance. And thank you for the opportunity for us to be molded and shaped more and more by your word every day. Help us to know, Lord, that there's no such thing as spending too much time in your word. It's time, it's fruitful time that's productively used as we're drawing closer to you and as we're drawing more and more into your presence and your grace as we spend time with you and your word. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. I want to remind you once again, too, we, you know, we continue the, uh, pro- the project that we call the Ten Commandments Project, and uh, we've uh, received a number of uh, speeches for the Ten Commandments Project, which, of course, this year the commandment the project is focusing on is the commandment, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. And keep in mind, though, you have a little over a week uh, for, before the deadline ends, and uh, I had one person email me and say, well, I guess we're too late because they had just in the last few days asked for information. That's not too late at all because a young person could come up with a speech in 30 minutes or with the help of a parent or by themselves. Or And keep in mind, too, if a young person says, I want to enter the speech contest, but I need some help, just call us. We're glad to help them, too, and it doesn't take us long to do a speech. Email uh, a video of the speech to us, and they can participate. So a week is plenty of time to get the speech in. And remember, this is a discipleship project. It's about helping our children to draw closer to you and grow stronger in you. And one of the speeches I got, the little eight-year-old said it was fun to do it, and she learned a lot. Well, how encouraging that is to to hear something like that to come from an eight-year-old. But at the same time, that's exactly what happens. Because remember, when a child is reading the Word of God and consuming the Word of God and being affected by spending time meditating and thinking on the Word of God, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Father, thank you again for the Ten Commandments Project. Thank you for all those that have participated. Lord, touch every listener. Help them to know that they've got plenty of time to encourage their son or their daughter, their grandson or grand, granddaughter or a young person. They know that's plenty of time to help them to do a speech and videotape it and get it to us. But at the same time, it's great time for discipleship, a great opportunity for discipleship. Help us to get involved. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Today, we're looking at the topic, God's Word, three chapters a day. The spiritual discipline of being in God's Word every day. We'll be right back.
music of Covenant Church with I Will Lift Up My Eyes, the wisdom of Psalm 121. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, God's Word, three chapters a day. The spiritual discipline of being in God's Word every single day. And again, keep in mind, if you'd like to get copies of any of the articles that we have and or are sharing on the broadcast, simply email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And if you are an individual, a parent, grandparent, or someone who's wanting more information about the Ten Commandments Project, remember the speech contest is just a little over a week away in terms of the deadline, but that's plenty of time. And keep in mind, if you want to get your young person involved, but you're not sure that you feel like you have the ability to help them get it done in that short period of time, give us a call because we're glad to help. And it's really, it really doesn't take that long at all. So uh, the number to reach us here is 662-844-5036, extension 381. But let me emphasize to every parent, grandparent, and person that works with young people, let me emphasize this. The children that have participated in the project in one side of the project or another, it's been life-changing for them. And remember this, in, when we look at the world in which we live, there's so many things going on in the news. We hear of tragedies with young people. Remember, the Word of God is the answer for all of our youth, and it's the Word of God for all of us as adults as well. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, beginning... At verse 38, it tells us these words. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sisters left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Again, verses 38 to 42, Luke chapter 10. And reading verse 39 one more time, listen to the power of this one verse. Verse 39 says, And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Father, teach us and empower us to be believers that Live a lifestyle of sitting at the feet of Jesus by simply opening your word and spending time with you in your word each and every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Then looking in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, picking up at verse 14. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Again, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. Powerful instruction for us to be mindful of. Again, Reading those verses one more time. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, 
that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Once again, if you don't have the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that very fruitful, very blessed, very encouraging habit. I want to take time now to share another article. And once again, if you'd like to get a copy, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. This one's entitled, Not by Bread Alone. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Again, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 4. In Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Again, Psalm 119, verse 105. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, the scene presented is a tremendous one. We see the Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, allowing himself to be subjected to being tempted by a created being. The devil seeks to get Jesus to sin and obviously is entirely unsuccessful. The Lord Jesus responds to each of the devil's temptations by quoting scripture from the Old Testament. In his first approach, the devil said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Matthew chapter 4, verse 3. And Christ wisely and powerfully responds by quoting scripture from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. What does that really mean? Many people hearing a statement like this might respond, Well, I need to eat food every day. Food is a necessity of life. Yet those same people might also say, Reading God's word every day is a good thing to do, yet I don't need to read and consume the Bible, the word of God, every day. The scripture Christ quoted is not only true, but it's more true than most of us know. The food that we eat nourishes our physical body. The Word of God nourishes our mind, body, and spirit. The Word of God ministers to our entire being. When we read and meditate on the Word of God, it pours grace into every area of our lives. The Word of God is pregnant with the ability to bless us and to bless our lives. Great are the blessings and benefits of daily being a student of the Word of God. A goal of reading no less than three chapters a day in God's Word is a fruitful goal to pursue. Not only are these insights true, but it's actually the Word of God that sustains every human being moment by moment. Every moment of our lives, we're sustained by God's powerful Word. The Word of God tells us in Isaiah chapter 46, verse 4, Even to your old age, I will be the same. I will bear you up when you turn gray. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you and deliver you. And that happens to be from the uh, Berean Standard Bible translation. That's again Isaiah chapter 46, verse 4. The Word of God tells us in John chapter 6, verse 63, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The wise habit of reading God's Word every day is one of the most fruitful and beneficial habits in all of life. If you don't really have this habit at work in your life, today is a great day 
great day to get started. And parents, the habit of having each of your children read no less than three chapters in the Word of God out loud to you every day is a very wise goal for you and your family. Few commitments will bless and strengthen your children's walk with the Lord more. Parents, why not start this habit today? So is it really that important to read the Word of God every day? Well, a wise follow-up question is this. Is it really that important to eat every day? Yes, it is, because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Again, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Again, the title of that article, again, is simply entitled, Not by Bread Alone. If you'd like to get a copy of it, simply email us. Again, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Keep in mind in Ephesians chapter 6, also verses 10 through 20, it reminds us, amongst other things, that the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. And keep in mind, it's important, and that whole passage is an important, it's a powerful chapter to read as well, because it reminds us of the importance of dressing, uh, dressing up with the Word of God or putting on our armor every day. This is Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. And of course, this passage teaches us about the importance of putting on the full armor of God spiritually every single day. Now, keep in mind, typically you wouldn't get up in the morning and think to yourself, well, today I'm not going to get dressed. I'm just going to wear my pajamas to work. I'm not going to do any other preparation. I'm just going to wear my pajamas to work today. Well, most people aren't going to do that. Why is that true? Well, because we think I'm definitely always supposed to get dressed. Well, spiritually speaking, how tragic it is to think that many believers, they'll dress their physical bodies, but they step out onto the battlefield of life, not having put on their spiritual armor, and sometimes not even picking up the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God and yet they rush out onto the battlefield of life, what's going to happen? They will probably end up in some way or another a major casualty. Why? Because they didn't put on their armor. Remember, getting on, putting the Word of God in your life, spending time with the Word of God is a part of putting on the armor of God every single day, and I can't overemphasize how important it is for us to dress ourselves spiritually every day of our lives. Thank you, Lord, again for the opportunity to prepare with your word and to dress ourselves spiritually, to put on the armor every day. Help us to be wise enough to equip ourselves and to dress ourselves spiritually, wisely, correctly every single day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.
well as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, remember this. Today is a great day to be saved. In all of life, the most important decision we'll make is the decision to invite Jesus Christ to come into our hearts to be the Lord and Savior of our life. If you'd like to make that step today, today is a great day to make that step. If you want to give your life to Christ and be saved today, would you simply pray this prayer with me from your heart even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me with an everlasting love. You came into the world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Word of God, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, right now, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Spirit. Help me to live my whole life following you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we want to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We want to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow strong and go vibrant in your new walk with the Lord. Please get in touch with us. Again, that email, joseph at afr.net. And that's the same email if you'd like to get copies of either the, article, either of the articles we mentioned. Again, the first article was entitled, God's Word, Three Chapters a Day. And the second article, not by bread alone. Again, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share them with you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.